שבוע טוב, חודש טוב מבורך. To all of you listeners of this great station, this is Rabbi Al-Baz. As you know, these times between Pesach and Shavuot, we learn Pirkei Avot, the chapters of the fathers. Uh, is there any reason why we are learning the Pirkei Avot? Well, there is. One the major reason is, after all, in a few weeks we're going to be Shavuot, which is Matan Torah. We're going to receive the Torah. It's Kabbalat Torah. For Kabbalat Torah, before we can receive the Torah properly, we're supposed to improve on our Midot. Yes, first have good behavior, and then receive the Torah. The Ramban Alava Shalom asks a question. Why is it that we have Sefer Bereshit altogether? Sefer Bereshit really is not, uh, it's mostly stories of Ram Avinu, Ishaq Avinu, Yaakov Avinu, Yosef HaTzadik. Torah is from Lashon Hora'ah, instruction. The real instructions come afterwards. So why do we have these stories all together? So he says, before we can have Matan Torah, Parashat Yitro, he says, first, we have to improve our Midot. How do we improve the Midot? By these stories of Abraham, Isaac, Yaakov. We learn from their behavior. They behave a certain way, we learn from that. And he said, before you can have Kabbalat Torah, first we have to improve ourselves. There was once a Rosh Yeshiva in Eretz Israel, who son was diagnosed with cancer. And he was told he only had one month to go. He went to Rav Shach. He said, what should I do this one month now? Should I go over the Shas? Should I concentrate on the Tanakh? Should I do Mizvot? What should I do? You know what Rav Shach told him? Improve your Midot. Concentrate on improving the Midot. You understand? This is Rosh Hashiva. He had a really good Midot. No. He said, that's a very important thing. That's why we now, during these days, we learn Pirkei Avos so we can prove, improve Midot, how to learn the Torah itself, the Midot, how to go ahead and deal with our neighbors, how to deal with our fellow men. And Masechet Avot, which is the Pirkei Avot, starts with Moshe Kibel Torah Misinai Umsara Leushua. This is the very beginning. Moshe Rabbeinu received the Torah on Har Sinai and gave it over to Yeshua. Now, wait a minute. What, which which Masechta is the really the first Masechet of the Gemara, of the entire Gemara? Which Masechta? Berachot. Berachot starts with Me'ematai, Korin, et Shema Be'arbin. It starts, when do, do we recite the... Uh, the Mitzvah of Kerat Shema in the evening. Why doesn't it say over there, Moshe Kibel Torah Misinai? Why wait until here? 
until Masechet Avot to tell us Moshe Kibbutz Ramesh Sinai should have been at the very, very beginning. He doesn't say that on Shabbat Masechet Shabbat either. You know, this is a question of Rabbeinu Obadiah Mubatarnura. And he says, you know, when it comes to Midot, you can find certain Midot also by the Gui. The Guim also wrote books about how to behave or whatever. They did. But here it's telling you that the Midot that we are talking about, the Masechet Avot, the Hachamim did not make them themselves. It's not something that they created on their own. No. Even this, Moshe Kibel Torah Misinai. This is something that they got as a Masoret from their teachers and their teachers all the way up to Moshe Rabbeinu. Even these Midot are divine. It's very important to understand the fact that being kind is according to the the laws, the halachot that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us. Not to murder, not to kill, is because HaKadosh Baruch Hu told us so. You know why? I'll tell you why. When it comes, to, so give you an example, a murder, for example. Right? Okay, the Goyim also have laws that, that they, you know, not supposed to kill, right? Well, look what happened with the Nazis in Mahshima Vizikram. What happened? Well, they had laws not to kill. Ah, but when it came to the Jews, somehow the laws didn't, they did not, uh, it was not appropriate for the Jews. It didn't apply to them. See, once you make a rule, a human being makes a rule, then he can find a rational reason, whatever he wants, to change the rule. The rule applied for the Germans. It did not apply to the Jews. In Mashimam. But you see, when a Baruch Hu tells us, hey, thou shalt not kill, it means thou shalt not kill. Period. When it's divine, it's there. It's absolute. So look at the abortion. At one time here in America, abortion was not legal. Then it was legal. Then not. Now, depending on the state where you are. It changes all around. We don't know. But when it is something that we received from Moshe Rabbeinu, who received it from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it becomes divine. Then it becomes absolute. Moshe Kibel Torah Misinai. Even what is taught to us in Pirkei Avot, it was from Moshe Rabbeinu. And I'd like to uh, uh, talk about this first Mishnah of Masechet Avot, it says that the Anishik Neset Agdola em Amru Shelosha Devarim. Now they, they were advocating three different things. One, Hevu Metunim Badin. That's number one. This is really uh, directed to the Dayanim, uh, the, the judges. Be patient when it comes to rendering some kind of a decision. Don't jump to the conclusion. You have a case in front of you now. Don't say, you know what? Two years ago I had a, a very, almost identical case. I don't have to look into this. That's it. I know what the answer is. No way. No 
two cases are identical. It doesn't happen. Be patient. Hevu mitunim badin. Vehemidu talmidim harbe. We have to try to make great effort to bring in as many students of Torah as possible. A multitude of them. There's no triage. There's no selection. Uh, let me take this one and not that one. No such thing. We have to have as many Talmidim as possible because you never know which Talmid is going to be Gadol Ador. You know the, the story of Hakam Agon, Moreno Verabinu, Abadiya Yosef, when he was a, a child, a kid, you know, 11, 12, something like that. His father was running a grocery. At the grocery store. He could not afford to pay the helper. So he told his son, you know what? I can't go to Yeshiva anymore. Come to the Yeshiva. Why well, I need you to help me. Huh? He listened to his father. He was helping him in the grocery store. Meantime, he was not going to Yeshiva. So the Rosh Yeshiva, Achamati Allah Shalom. He saw, hey, where is, where is the, this, uh, I, I mean, he was a child. He was already, you could tell that this was a, a child prodigy. He was very, 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 very smart, very sharp. I, I don't see him. Where is he? Okay, one day, maybe he's sick. Two days, three days, a week, he's not there. So he goes there and he sees him with his father. So he asked his father, how come you don't send to Yeshiva? He said, look, tell him the truth. I need a helper. He said, you know, your son has the potential to become a Gadolator. He can't. So I need him. Next day, what happens? The Rosh Yeshiva himself comes early in the morning to the grocery store. He says, okay, I'm going to be your helper. Send him to the Yeshiva. That's that's what happened. Unbelievable. But the father understood. And obviously, he was not going to take the Rosh Yeshiva as his helper. So, but then he did send uh, the Moreva Rabbeinu, he sent him to the Yeshiva. And he became a Gadol That's the third thing. And this I'm going to uh, I'm going to take a little, uh, a few minutes uh, expanding on it. What does that mean, Asu Seyaglatora? Okay, the plain meaning is put a fence around the Torah. What does that mean? Well, I'll give you an example. Let's say I have a garden. I have beautiful fruits in the garden. But there's no fence around it. What's going to happen? People are going to come. They're going to take from the fruit. There's nothing to stop them. If you put a fence around it, there's much, much less likely that they will jump over the fence and go, pigs, much less likely. We have beautiful fruits, beautiful gems, the mitzvot, of the Torah itself. 613 mitzvot. The Hachamim said, if I don't put a fence around them, then the people, quite possible that they will come and 
They will violate the rules. But before even they come to violate the rules of the Torah, let me put something ahead of it so that they would never come to violate these rules of the Torah. Now the best way to understand it is with an example. I'll give you a few examples. Climbing a tree. We're not allowed to climb a tree. Does it say in the Torah, you are not allowed to climb a tree? No. It's a Gizarat Hachamim. Hachamim made a decree, you can't. Why? That Hachamim was smart. You know, there is a halakha, which is from the Torah, not to break a branch of the tree, because that's Ketzirah, it's like Ketzirah. Okay? Now, you climb a tree, very, very likely that you may uh, break a branch. So, don't climb the tree in the first place. That's not going to happen. Then, then you'll be fine. Can't ride a horse. It was very common in those days. When you ride a horse, you go pick up a branch again from the tree to use it as a whip of the horse. You can't ride the horse either. All these things is in order to prevent the people from violating the main rules of the Torah itself. But you know what? I'm going to give you another example which is very interesting. And there is the example of the Shofar. Masachet Rosh Hashanah says like this. Amar Rava, Rava says, as far as the Torah is concerned, we are allowed to blow the shofar on Shabbat. Hachamim are the ones that decreed that you can't. Why? He said because not everyone is an expert in blowing the shofar. Okay, so someone wants to blow. He doesn't know how. What's he going to do? Gezerah Hachami made a decree. You know what? You cannot go on Shabbat. Why? Because you might take this and carry it and shoot Arabim. Obviously, that's an Isur Minatora to, to, uh, uh, to carry and shoot Arabim. He may go to someone who's an expert to teach him how to blow. I said, you know what? No blowing on Shabbat, period. No blowing on Shabbat. And the same thing, he says, Vehainu tama de lulav. Same thing with the lulav. We don't use the lulav because, you know, he might go and carry it on Shabbat. No, we don't use it. Now, let me ask you a question. This is a mitzvah from the Torah to blow the shofar. Yom teruai lachem. And the Haramim is saying, look, look how far they're going. Let's say we have uh, three or four million Jews who are religious and they want to hear the shofar and they know the halachot. They know that you're not supposed to carry on Shabbat. But maybe there is that one guy or five guys or ten or whatever out of the three million, maybe those may carry on Shabbat. Wow. Because of those, whatever, a hundred or whatever, three million people are not blowing. That's how far it goes. That's how far the fence was put in. 
and the people will not go and uh, violate a mitzvah of the Torah, which is the carrying of Shabbat. This is a very, very, very important thing here to, that, that we should understand. Va'asu seyag la Torah. And it's not only on Shabbat. No, the Gemara talks also on Masechet Yivamot. It talks about Ushmartem et Mishmarti, it says Masechet Yivamot. Asu Mishmeret le Mishmarti. This is in our parasha. Ushmartem et Mishmarti. Asu Mishmeret le Mishmarti. You're supposed to have some offense around my instructions. Tanura Banan. So they, right away it says, Mahem Shniyot. What are secondary arayot? Secondary forbidden relationships. And it lists them. Em imo, a grandmother, for example. Whether it's from the mother or the father. The Torah does not say that a person cannot marry his grandmother. This is a decree from the Hachamim. A decree from the Hachamim. Cannot have relationship with the grandmother so maybe, God forbid, oh, if that's allowed, maybe this is allowed too. And that's not all. Eshet Abi Abiv. You know? Eshet Ahiya Ab. Uncle's wife. Now, we don't mean uncle's wife. Uh, not the original one, but maybe his wife passed away, whatever. He made another one. Uncle's wife is no good. He can't. That's not Minat Torah. Huh? Hakamim said you can't do it. Kalat Beno. His son's daughter-in-law. Uh, his own daughter-in-law is not allowed. Okay, that's from the Torah. But the son's daughter-in-law doesn't say. Hakamim said, no, you can't. And there's many more like this. And we're not only talking about I mean, there is all kinds of gezerot. Chicken. With milk, for example. The Torah doesn't say now to eat chicken with milk. We're talking about meat and milk. Chicken is not mentioned in the Hakamim. They're very wise. If a person says, well, well, I can have chicken, why can't I have regular meat? What's the difference? No, you can't have chicken either. This way you can't have the milk either. The, 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 the regular meat either. Very important. And these Gezerot has kept us for thousands of years away from the actual forbidden uh, laws that we, that, that, that we are not allowed to, 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 to do. Let me give you some two important Gezerot which actually was a blessing because it kept us separate from the goyim for good. It kept us, God forbid, away from assimilation. You know which ones? The staples. Wine and bread. Now, we just uh, finished the holiday of Pesach. During the holiday of Pesach at night, they said that uh, we read the Haggadah. In the Haggadah, there's a passage over there. Vehi she'amda la'abotenu velanu. Right? 
This is what stood as a zechut, as a merit for our ancestors and us. What is it? Well, it doesn't say what it is. What does that mean? Was a zechut for what? Because of that, not just one tyrant or one cruel king or dictator has stood in order to, God forbid, eliminate the Jews. Every generation. It happens every generation. Somehow, always. He'll deliver us, he'll save us from them. Every generation, I mean. Uh, so today, what? Today, <laughs> today, <laughs> anti-Semitism is all over. Iran, in Mahshimam, they want to wipe out the, the whole Israel. <laughs> Even in Congress, <laughs> we have people anti-Semite. Whoever thought in the Congress of the United States, someone will publicly uh, uh, vocalize, verbalize it, the anti-Semitism. They may be anti-Semite in their heart, but to actually say it publicly, it's happening in the United States itself. Now, what are the two things? When we say Vihishi Amda, what is Vihi? Now, the Pashut Pshat is Vihi because you were talking about Baruch Shomer Abtahatoli Israel, the Abtahava Kadush Baruch Hu, that he will always keep the nation of Israel uh, living. Maybe that have to hide under. Okay, fine. But there's another shot that I've seen. Very interesting. When we recite or sing this passage, we have the cup of wine in our hand. And the matzah right there, we cover the matzah. Why? Only these two objects. These two items. The wine and the matzah. Because the wine and the matzah are these two staples that the hachamim made a gezerah on. We're not supposed to eat or drink that from the goyim. We're not supposed to have. We can't drink wine of the goyim. We cannot eat bread of the goyim. Why? Very simple. You don't want to socialize with them? The minute it enough, you're going to go and socialize with the Goyim. They give you wine and you drink with them and you eat their bread. And what's going to happen? You're going to be friendly. The children will get friendly and God forbid there could be assimilation and that will increase the amount. So I we're going to make Havdalah. This is when we say when we talk about a fence around the Torah. The Hachamim, in their wisdom, have thought of many different ways to put a fence around the Torah. And one, this is also one of them. We spoke about many different examples. This is one of them. We cannot socialize. We don't drink it. Grapes is okay. But once you make it into wine, no, you can't have it. Because we want to stay Am Israel, Am Segula, Am Kadosh. We want to stay a holy nation. 
What is holy? Holy is practicing, observing, and fulfilling the mitzvot of the Torah. When we fulfill the mitzvot, that's when we become holy. That's the Kedusha. So, let's hope that all of us, all of us, will continue fulfilling the mitzvot of the Torah and the mitzvot that the Hachami have told us to observe. And as that Hashem with all that, we hope that the Mashiach Sitken will come very quickly. Amen. Shavua Tov. Hadesh Tov to all of you. And I want to remind you again, uh, this is a great station which beams only Torah, music, religious music, and that we should try our best to contribute and keep it going. And if you have any simha, please call us at SLC. We have a beautiful uh, social hall. We can ac- accommodate any simha. Hadish Tov Mevorach.